tonight on Rogue Padron. And you walk takeover. We could use a good kiss. Liberation via libation. And first fight as husband and wife. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. Welcome to Season 25, Mission 2, Episode 187 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we're picking back up with The Princess and the Scoundrel, aka Two Princess, Two Scoundrel, Chapters 7 through 12. This is the wedding episode. Um, And we are hyped. Uh, It involves a call and return, which is my favorite thing. And so we'll get there. Uh, But before that... I love a wedding episode. I'm so glad that we finally are are getting like a, one a real of those episode. yeah yeah, yeah. saf your tiara looks fantastic thank Keith you really love the cufflinks uh just um really meg is, meg, is that out. a tentacle or a flower yes oh fascinating oh. wow love it listen I you're, got not, all you're not gonna out. point out my bow tie danny i'm i'm oh ash i'm sorry it was spinning so fast i couldn't tell that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a little lightsaber bow tie yeah i love that like the two yeah the two double bladed lightsabers crossing each other yeah it's really cool amazing very star wars (laughs) oh boy we're so ready okay but a quick reminder of your host oh what did i just drop it's fine um oh (laughs) i'm a mess if danny rogue six was a book series that i was excited about at the scholastic book fair (laughs) <laughs> when i was in elementary school oh then, the days the days then they would be the red wall series because all of their animal content is top tier danny are you familiar with that the, series? i'm not is it, red is wall? it like a, is it like a fun facts about animals thing or is it like a, a no thing? it's like no. high fantasy but with uh, little animals instead of people yeah. yeah it's like proper high uh, fantasy not like kid did, high fantasy yeah it's just, like what good. is this called we just it's gave like, them a new obsession. <laughs> uh, it's like the Red Wall series, but Red Wall is also like one of the titles of the like, first books in the series. There's so Freaking many. Heck, I don't have time for this. Well, There's so many books. gotta make time. Oh my gosh. Wow. Every day is a day of adventure here on Rogue Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, Rogue Nine, be the boxcar children. Because like those kids, Ash is so good at figuring out how to make stuff from nothing. And would absolutely survive living out in the woods by a river. I don't know what the boxcar children are, but I did make a boxcar as a child. So not the same. Good enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my I, gosh, there's a little hamster with a sword. Yeah. Yep, yep. I set my boxcar on a hill and then destroyed it and flipped myself over multiple times. So Yeah, that sounds correct. That sounds in line with Ash. <laughs> and the boxcar children. What a problematic book series. Yeah, really. <laughs> we ever gonna talk about that? Has that has the boxcar children been canceled yet? <laughs> No. Uh, Soft Rogue 7 would be Animorphs because really, yes. what was all that about? And- <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was about? Definitely it was thought about the you were going to be Animorphs. War. Right, but like, what? I never I never actually read the Animorphs books, but I always enjoyed that they were there because Wait, like, we say- I felt like they were very inspired and very weird for the time. Did you say what to what I said about what they're about? Yes. No, they're genuinely about the yeah. trauma of war. That's that's what they're about. Okay. The animorphs. Just, wait, yeah. that's why. Okay, that's we can't why, get into. We have a whole podcast. That's why you turn why into it's a falcon. Not sometimes. Meg. Now I yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all about. All I know about the animorphs is someone informed me that if you stay in your like animal form too long, you stay that way permanently. Yeah. Yeah. One of the main guys gets stuck as a hawk. Yeah. I thought you said horse. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was really hoping it ended. <laughs> that would have been way funnier, honestly. <laughs> Heath Rogue Three would be the latest Goops, Goosebumps book because it's just Stephen King for kids. Goops. Yeah. And, Goops. Yeah, the Goosebumps. The Goosebumps. Um, and like, I feel like Goosebumps was really aesthetically spooky, but like not too fucked up. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was unfortunately not spooky enough for me. As yeah, for me, it wasn't spooky enough, but I still liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, Another and I mis- like- mispronunciation I just heard was Goosebubs. <laughs> no, Goose, Goose, Goosebub, like Goose. Uh, I, goop, no, I, I'm just, goose. I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying the idea of a book series about geese who are also bros. Yeah. <laughs> Goosebubs. Hey, bub. Hey, bub. Shall we fly? The V formation? You got it, bub. <laughs> Okay, I will write that down for later. And I'm Meg Rogue Leader, <laughs> and I would be Babysitter's Club because yeah. it was and still is my dream to be a small business owner and pillar of the community. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Hell if, yeah. Bonus, if Rogue Padron was a book series, I would be excited for it at the Scholastic Book Fair. It would be a series of unfortunate events because <laughs> how else could you describe our podcast? <laughs> Uh, i thought you were gonna be cute and say we were the rest of the babysitters club but no no No. that's more like like the babe sitters club am i right (laughs) yeah no we really are a series of like (laughs) unexpected happenstances happening while also being very funny (laughs) yeah a series of unfortunate (laughs) events yeah yeah and but I mean, like Meg, in the book, by unfortunate events, I mean the Jedi Prince series. <laughs> Meg is the series, and the rest of us are the unfortunate events. <laughs> oh, oh no! no. Oh no! Speaking no. of some unfortunate events, I have a question about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. So, so Andor is coming out soon. I want to know oh, what's shit. your what's your dream stupid Andor cameo. Like Dr. Avazan and Ponda Baba in Rogue One level stupid. I hope that Grongus is there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be so stupid if you just saw him in the he, background. <laughs> he alive. 
he'd be alive. Yeah, he that's what I'm alive. saying. Like, yeah. like an infinitely, like even smaller Grongus, like just a little we, tadpole. We, <laughs> be so tiny. You see Grongus's birth during Andor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how long do you think the original trilogy takes? I, I don't know how, I don't know when the Mandalorian is set. So. Actually, that's a really good point. Speaking of cameos that don't make sense with the timeline, I would like Jason Sandula to appear in Andor just so someone can say, hey, kid, are you a human or a Twi'lek? And Jason can say, well, I'm a human and or a Twi'lek. Oh, my fucking God. I hate you. <laughs> I was that wondering I- where you were going with that one. <laughs> I'm mad at how good that was. <laughs> Hashtag unfortunate event. That doesn't really that doesn't really work because I'm not going around being like I'm and or Filipino, like I'm white and not... or Filipino. <laughs> when <laughs> that's no, I'm both. I'm it's both just and. It's just and. <laughs> I think there's a high probability that hair is in it, but that's not a stupid cameo, which means the kid could potentially be in it. Oh, that's true. My answer is, of course, size noodles. <laughs> oh, I hope size noodles is in it. That would be amazing. Oh. Yeah. Um, Will Lark. Oh. He's absolutely al- is he alive? At this he's point? alive. Okay. He's alive. Meg. This is the original trilogy, Meg. <laughs> he's like just he's a like little a bit child, Luke though. and Luke like, and Leia, I think. He's in middle school. Also, yeah. wait, I, I'm changing he's, my answer. He's attending his eighth grade graduation. Oh, Will. I'm ch- I'm changing my answer to Jin or so is just there in the background and they never interact with each no! other. I would love to say <laughs> I was no. about to say Saw and then I was like, wait, no, Saw is in it. He's um, actually he's, he's actually in it. He's usually, in it. We've seen him. Yes, on the usually the Star Wars. I'm like, Saw is my cameo that I want, but I can't do that for this one. Um, so Dila. huh? Dila. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a sister? She's dead. Dila's dead. Yes, yeah, Dila's. Well, very I still dead. want her to be there. The ghost of um, Sila Guerrera. The ghost of Sila Guerrera. <laughs> um, I would like. I mean, the ghost of Sila Guerrera is truly there whenever Saw is. Um, oh, she's always God. wanting him. God. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, but yikes. <laughs> I would like to see a droid cameo of like a BD or a BB9E, perhaps being built, um, or a PZ who has been in the rebellion for a long time. In my in my opinion, um, she has all, but I would PZ. like to see it. Baby PZ, baby PZ in a diaper. Uh, I don't do like that. Do baby no. drugs have to wear diapers? I mean, are until they just, they're house trained. Are they just leaking oil all over? The place? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of you know how are machines there... work, but um... are there droid bathrooms where they go no. to like get no. their loose oil out? Look what do you mean? Oil, loose oil. Any? Do you just see loyal oil leaking from cars all the time? Does your car like, have your... loose oil, Danny? You should get that checked out. Does get it checked out? <laughs> it's not. It's not supposed to be loose. Any oil? Oh, no. Can we can we stop using the phrase loose oil <laughs> immediately? Okay. okay, okay. Um, so we're all excited for Andor. I think it's the <laughs> yeah. Did someone and... see Zero the Hut yet? No, no, that's your job. <laughs> Why would any of us <laughs> or Young Claude? <laughs> young Claude. 
<laughs> Danny, that is also you. I would love a young Claude. <laughs> I would love that. No, no, baby like Claude is going to show up in days. that uh, Junior Jedi Knights show thing. Oh, like baby Star Wars show. The Tales <gasps> of the Jedi, whatever it is. The no, one that actually one. has aliens in it. The one with Jude Law. No, that's no, also not the, the other one, one. Star- talking about. <laughs> Star Wars and Jude Law story. Okay, we gotta stop. I'm just young more Jedi depressed. children. <laughs> I think it's legitimately called Junior Jedi Knights, but I don't know. Oh no, it's Young Jedi Adventures. Okay, there we go. Um, also important on the 21st of September. That's when Andrew comes out. But it's also when the Jujutsu Kaisen movie is going to be scream- streaming on Crunchyroll. So that's nice. So much more important to me. Um, priorities straight. <laughs> they are straight um anyway let's jump into a star war because that's what we're here for lando would like 30 more minutes to make han look decent but han says it's fine it's not like it's his wedding or anything like that the jacket he's borrowing is a little too snug on him but it's nice and subtle and if it reminds leia of alderaan then all the better i don't think she even notices in any of these chapters (laughs) um (laughs) There's quite a crowd assembling at the Ewok temple and the temple itself is not for any one deity. The Ewoks worship a variety of spirits, some seasonal, some heroes of legend, some 3PO. Um, (laughs) And the temple (laughs) was also unique that in it, that it stood apart from the rest of the village. um, And it's like built into a large great tree and the tree temple yeah, the tree temple was built into what was called the Great Tree, according to C-3PO's translation. And it was something of a god itself to the Ewoks. The Great Tree is a part of their origin mythology, C-3PO had explained when Han and Chewie had arrived there that morning. It gives life and connects them to their land. They say the roots of all the trees in the forest intertwine with the Great Tree's roots. Each, uh, each tree on the entire moon is both a unique individual and part of the Great Tree. So 3PO seemed to consider the translation for a moment. It's quite confusing. And not only was the temple the biggest building in the entire village, it incorporated the great tree into its design. Standing in the center of the open space, the great tree's branches spread wide. Below the temple, stretching to the ground, there was one solid trunk, but behind the walls, the trunk split off into three different directions. Han wasn't sure if the tree had grown like that naturally or if some patient Ewok had bent the branches to form the interlacing design. The three different splits curved around, intertwining and creating a hollow space in the middle of the trunk before they shot off into three different directions, forming the main beams that supported the temple's roof. Uh, I want to go there. I want to die there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd want to see any other place after that. (laughs) Like life, life (laughs) done. Yeah. Like what, what could possibly come after that? Uh, but it's the perfect spot to get married, and there are a million flower garlands, and Ewoks have their own flower language, and this book continues to be written precisely just me. Um, what was love. meant by the flower language? Um, Like, the different meanings of flowers, like how different flowers have different meanings, right? Like how mm-hmm. roses mean one thing, and so the ones that they mentioned was like a particular way some of the flowers were arranged would mean like fertility or like um <laughs> like harmony or whatever uh so don't worry they, need, they don't need to worry about the fertility one anymore oh, gosh, they do this. they do <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit late, Meg. 
Uh, I think one of you is referring to the Ewoks and one of you is referring to Han and Leia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they put up the fertility ones for Han and Leia. Yeah. Oh, I was referring to, like, they should have put up more garlands. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe things would have been different. I don't know. (laughs) Meg, as, like, the most renowned expert in Ewok culture, like, are these chapters generally, like, you good? I... I'm so good. Okay, um, that's what I was suspecting, but I wanted. I was curious. No, I'm so good. Funnily enough, <laughs> none of these, all of these things, actually work well with like the Ewok zines and the Ewok canon that I've made. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just right about Ewoks all the time. I mean, those are canon as far right. as I'm concerned, too. It's true. Um. People start to arrive, and Han is getting nervous. He instead focuses on a huge amber orb that's in the middle of the main hollow space and theorizes that's maybe why they thought 3PO was a god. Lando keeps people watching. Okay, uh, this is the same orb that Boss Nass was holding up at the end of The Phantom not, Menace, right? No, this it's is a Therefore indicating logic. that no. Boss Nass actually... Danny, no. No. Danny, no. no. This is an amber orb. Amber is fully a different color. Also, it's very large. The large get excited orb. when I see an orb. Okay, it's not Boss Nass. I'm so sorry to tell you. <laughs> was it one? I of, wish it was. Was it one of uh, uh who's the hisses? Starth hisses or <laughs> Moth hisses? Balls? <laughs> no, those were small. Those were you could crush those balls in your hand. Okay, same idea though, right? No. Okay. <laughs> those are made of chalk. Also, I gotta say, but they were for fertility. Um, I just love that Danny just (laughs) he just has every they they just have a reference of um every ball in Star Wars is the same. (laughs) (laughs) It's ball connected. No, no, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not. I'm leaving. (laughs) We're moving. I also got I also got to call out Han on the fact that three PO and Amber are two different colors. They are truly are. Amber is not gold. Maybe Han is colorblind, okay? Yeah. <laughs> maybe he, he is. See that difference. Um <laughs> maybe, maybe he let is. Me, That's a very good point. Let me have my colorblind, Your colorblind hero. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. If Saf can get her coughing all the time representation from General <laughs> Grievous, then you could have colorblind on. <laughs> It's the little things. Yeah. Star Wars is for everyone. Um, <laughs> I felt really bad saying that. Uh, so ha- Han is worried that there's too many people coming. Can the tree take all the weight of basically everybody on Endor? Wow, it's really warm in here. Uh, Lando gives him one more chance to change his clothes. Um, he could be less smelly. He could put on shiny shoes. He could, could wear press his, he could press his slacks. Um, I really then, appreciated this representation of like my brain and trying to get even like a tinge of anxiety. Yeah. Wow, it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people here. Wait, can this tree support everyone that's in here? Oh my goodness. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. What's this? This is building up to code. What would happen if there was a fire alarm? We should probably test the fire <laughs> There's alarm. There's only one ladder already, for everybody. We've already had one fire emergency this week. Could, we could have more. Uh, Lando, I meets... forgot what we were talking about for a sec, and I was like, "What fire emergency did you have this week?" <laughs> <laughs> no, not personally, Seth. 
Priscilla Han. Han. Uh, Lando Han in that fire emergency. Yeah, five years ago. <laughs> the Ewoks. Han starts to spiral about how instead he and Leia should have just went into the woods and had Luke officiate. And wow, it's still so warm. It is beyond <laughs> hot in here. And Chewie push literally pushes him out of the little room he's in and almost drags Han down the aisle. But he makes it to the front of the crowd and everyone is looking at him. And wow, it's so warm. <laughs> Bro, Han. <laughs> but it's okay because the back door opens and there's Leia, her smile brighter than any star and just for Han. Aww. Uh, I hope everyone has seen the dress. Yes. Leia's, yes. Leia's wedding dress, which is pretty much just her Andor Ewok village dress, which no one seems to want to say, but I'll say it. <laughs> it's just, it's prettied up a little bit, you know? It's prettied up, but it's also I mean, not like the newest dress. <laughs> it's not, but the Ewoks don't have much sense of uh, human fashion, I feel. No, no, I think it's perfect. I'm just saying. It's perfect. It's like, it's her dress, but it's just embroidered with some flowers and shit. Right. Like the flowers that she's uh, holding or whatever. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um... Anyway, I don't need to read that. Uh, chapter eight, they're really doing this. I, when they got this far, I was like, something's going to happen, right? Like, <laughs> no, this is just happiness. Yeah. Well, Chief Chirpa comes up to the front of the room <laughs> wearing an iguana, which I really want to point out, <laughs> and starts chanting with a paw on the big amber orb. And Leia calls 3PO over to translate for the group. And the chief asks for a blessing from the great tree for Han and Leia. May they never go hungry in their stomachs or their hearts and also have a bountiful bed. Wink, wonk. And Han's like, that's enough of that. (laughs) This whole sequence of events is just like every single word that happens is better than the last. It truly is. Also, I love that it's just, it's Han's worst nightmare in a lot of ways. It truly is, and it's perfect. He hates it. <laughs> Chirpa's staff, staff is decorated with the same plants and flowers that are all over the temple. And a delicate vine spiraled around the staff, kind of fuzzy white on the outside with flowers tucked into each loop. And Luke stands up because Leia had asked him to officiate their wedding. But before he can make his way forward, Lagre rushes up. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Lagre's cap is the skull of a baby condor dragon, which we now know. Um, we are now familiar with from the condor watch group. And the flowers are shoved in the eye holes of the skull and the vine is wrapped around its beak and that is 100% my aesthetic. <laughs> is just pretty skulls stuffed with flowers. Oh my god. It's fucking sick. Is what I wanted it as a tattoo now. Right? It's so cool. Not even kidding. No, it's so cool. Um, I also love the image of Lockery running up in the middle of the ceremony here. Like, I kind of imagine him holding up, like, a rolled up piece of paper in one paw to speak. <laughs> Get out of here, Luke. <laughs> what about Regulation 34-17B? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lockery gets up there and Lockery goes, Yub nub! And all of the Ewoks in the audience yell back, Yub nub! And it's 
perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who's officiating my wedding, but this is gonna happen. (laughs) I'll 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 start a I'll start a yub yub nub. Yes, thank you. I'll dress up as an Ewok and run up. Yes. Um, (laughs) I'll play I'll play the yub nub song for you. I'm getting everything I've ever wanted. Anyway, so Lagre is yeah. I really actually appreciate Beth Revis basically giving us in book form the all the the pranks that we're gonna play throughout Meg's ceremony. That's cute that you think they're pranks. <laughs> and not right. it's, just actually, an, fully... it's just an outline of events, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and not wait, wait, fully... if I get if I get up and sing the Ewok song, will one of you bang a stormtrooper helmet like a drum? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know I will. Look on Meg's face right now. <laughs> yes, that's all I've ever wanted. Um... <laughs> anyway, uh Lagre is not going to lead the ceremony, so 3PO can take his place as the blessed deity and voice of the great tree. Han says absolutely fucking not. Uh Luke and Leia tell 3PO <laughs> to say that he isn't going to meddle in the affairs of humans and Luke uses the force to make the amber orb glow to make it seem like the orb is like, yeah, I don't want to be able to do this. I want that human guy over there. And I was so sad because I so badly wanted 3PO to like kick Luke out and like officiate thing be like, it it would not be for me. You two wouldn't be together if not for me. It's true yeah. though. So 3PO should make the best man speech and <laughs> oh yeah yeah if least. luke gets the officiating 3po gets the best man speech yeah for yeah. sure um oh there's a listener question <laughs> oh my god i would start crying <laughs> right again um i just have to add that love is like oatmeal it sustains us because i've been doing a brooklyn 99 rewatch and that's my favorite line uh from the wedding from the first wedding on the show uh and Leia has some time um, and thinks to herself, maybe to be the embodiment of hope, all she had to do was seek it. Uh, and that's foreshadowing for <laughs> the sequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke keeps talking and then mentions Obi-Wan for some reason and says that those we love are never truly gone. And that also hurts so much more after Kenobi, a Star Wars story or Disney Plus, knowing that Leia did spend time with Obi-Wan. Leia's quietly sobbing and Leia's quietly sobbing and Hana's over there like the old man that was on my shoulder for like an hour. Why? Why? I was hoping we'd get some recognition of Leia from Leia of that, but also I don't know how timelines work with the publishing and the making of the show. Right. So it's fine. Uh, Oh, we got big recognition, I think, in these chapters too. There's another thing coming up. Or did it already um, happen? Do you know what I'm talking about? Lola. Yeah, Lola. Oh, we already talked about Lola. Oh, was it yeah, the got Lola already, last yeah. week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and excerpt from this forestness. Uh, and she felt something. More than a memory. More than a feeling. She felt a weight around her waist. It tugged at her hips like something, something heavy. It was gentle yet firm. A definite feeling of. Leia sucked in a breath through her nose. It felt like someone was strapping a sword around her waist. The Rindon sword. She knew its weight well. She knew the feel of it against her body as surely as she knew her Hans within her Hans. Her hands within Hans. (laughs) (laughs) I ruined it. Leia shifted her weight and the ghost of the sword was gone. 
It had never been there, but at the same time, she felt certain that her mother had strapped it to her waist. And just as she was starting to accept that this, all of it, had been nothing but wishful thinking, she felt a kiss right on her forehead. She felt the bristles of her father's face scraping against her cheek. It was real, but it wasn't. Leia opened her eyes. Her mother did not kneel before her to adorn her with her legacy sword. Her father did not stand beside her, blessing her with his kiss. It hadn't been real, but it was. Um, Beth, come on! Yeah, way gonna hurt us like come this. Come on! Oh man, the perfection of putting Bale and Brea there. Oh, oh, I love what this book is doing for Leia's relationship with Bale and Brea. It's really, it's really something. This has been a renaissance uh, mm-hmm. for the royal family of Alderaan, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, the only monarchy I support. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> The only monarch I grieve. <laughs> but what about it's... Boss Nass? No. He's no. fine. He's a boss. <laughs> he's fine. He has Nebu just like a capitalist. Like, <laughs> is Nebu just a corporation? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so CEO Nass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> And then move aside, it's Law Grace's turn. <laughs> and he will not relinquish this part of the ceremony. He grabs hands. Nope, Han's hand. <laughs> I just called him hand. It's fine. That's it's like Lando speaking. It's Lando style. Yeah. yeah. I know people who call him Han Solo. Yeah. It's well, not Lando. correct. Um, they can... I think you mean Londo. Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, and while Han and the rest of the rebel guests are confused, all of the Ewoks look very serious. So this is, in fact, very important. Um, also very important is that the iguana on Chief Tripper's arm is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is such world building. Uh, Lagre pulls a long tendril of the frosted vine from his staff and wraps one end three times around Han's ring finger chanting with each rotation. Lagre then much more gently <laughs> takes Leia's <laughs> hand, places it next to Hans, and weave and weaves the remaining vine around her finger. And now we have a dramatic reading. Hell yeah. C3PO chanted. The great tree connects us all, but binds these two directly, he said, repeating the elder's words. Lagre held his pile and Chief Chirpa handed him back his staff. He plucked the tiniest bit of the yellow flowers from the top of his staff, no bigger than a dewdrop, and tucked the little bloom at the top of Leia's vine ring. Similar flowers encircled the entire temple, inside and out. Leia smiled at the delicately furled petals. Lagre turned to the crowd and pounded his wooden staff against the floor once, shouting, You villain! Every Ewok in the temple called back in a resounding response. No, no, you! And Leia watched, awestruck and unsure of what to do next. Lagre sighed, passed his staff to Chief, Chief Chirpa again, and then placed a paw on Leia's wrist and another on Hans. You then, he said. No, you? Leia answered. Lagre looked at Han expectantly. Nub, nub you, Han said. <laughs> Nodding, finally satisfied, Lagre jerked Han and Leia's wrists apart. The vine that connected their fingers snapped, and golden nectar oozed from the broken ends. Han held his hand up, marveling at the warmth the vine sat made against his skin. 
It glistened and sparkled, and the pale white fuzz on the green vine soaked up the golden nectar. Han bent his fingers. The vine was now rigid and solid gold-colored. It wasn't as sturdy as metal or even rock, but it felt strong, far more durable than a simple, pliable vine. He tapped a fingernail against the ring, and it didn't scratch. It felt like hardened amber. Jurassic Park. Leia held her own hand up. The golden sap had transformed the vine on her finger into a ring as well, although although the tiny yellow flower bud was loose and not connected. The amber ring caught the light radiating from the orb in the center of the great tree, and Han realized the vine must have come from the same type of plant as this one, and that Logre had meant their union with the tree's blessing to be literal. Both Lagray and Chief Chirpa turned to the crowd. Ceremony over as far as they were concerned. They raised their arms and shouted, You win! Every Ewok and most of the rebels in the audience shouted back, No, The elders repeated it, and soon a call and response chant punctuated by Ewoks pounding their wooden staffs or their bare feet on the floor made the entire temple building resound with the chant. The Elotobing. Yeah. I'm so glad that I now have my entire wedding ceremony scripted. <laughs> also, the thing with the rings is dope. That it's was so very cool. cool. That was really that was really fucking cool. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> um, I wish I could have recorded. You know how people do reaction videos to like trailers and stuff? But like my reaction <laughs> video to reading these chapters would have mm. been Chef's Kiss. <laughs> finally, they smooch. And Leia makes a joke about how finally Han keeps his promise about giving her a good kiss. And Saf, this happens in Empire Strikes Back. What the fuck <laughs> happens in Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> Everybody kisses everyone else in that movie. Yeah. Um, oh, is that where- Oh yeah, yeah, that's obviously we're looking. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's where yeah. everyone kisses. I'd rather kiss. I'd rather kiss a <laughs> You say it, Yoda. Well, Seth had okay, to kiss a Wookiee. I don't. Yet. I don't understand. I always thought the line was, "I'd rather kiss a Wookiee." Oh well, he could use a good kiss, and then walking away. <laughs> I didn't realize I have misheard that line my kiss. entire life. I thought he was referring Chewie. No, yes, he was not. So. I think Leia knows that Chewie is getting plenty of good kisses. Yeah, <laughs> anytime and... they pop over to Tack with Donna. Oh, damn. I mean, I feel like Chewie could get it anywhere. Honestly. Yeah, also, Chewie's anytime fine. they go anywhere, yeah, yeah, Chewie pulls. Uh, yeah, Chewie's my, not entire, my entire <laughs> life, I thought the line was he could use a good kiss, not you could use a good this kiss. Is- this wow. is how you find out. It's and now I feel sad. Chewie's <laughs> <laughs> oh getting his kisses. Uh, suddenly, they all find out that the flowers were not actually flowers at all. And they are a delicate flying insect with wings that look like yellow flower petals. They were awoken oh. by the chanting and the pounding and are now hovering around like bubbles. So do you think that like the fla- the so the flowers have different meanings, but the flowers are actually bugs. So do you think like the fertility flowers are bugs that like they sting you and it makes you more potent? That's vile. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a bug, I, I if there's a bug that makes you more fertile, that's disgusting. <laughs> I, 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 
Danny, why would you do this? <laughs> <What? laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> oh man, I should get high before rope pod more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> I there are like levels to this for me, right? So one day I'm like, this is a cool concept, and then we go a level down. I'm like, oh dear God, all the flowers are fucking bugs. It's horrifying to me. And then another layer down is that it sounds really cool and that bugs aren't actually that scary and I'm fine with them. But another layer down is my animal brain is not fine with bugs at all. And I trust that there's some reason that we're scared of bugs. <laughs> um, yeah, like everyone knows I'm not a fan of bugs. Uh, but I, I have recently uh, experienced like fireflies for the first time. Um, and like, so I kind of imagine these being like fireflies, which I was totally okay with. So, um, they're so smart. Right. They're just I just need cool. a firefly experience then. Yeah, I think you need a firefly experience. They're, it's magical. <laughs> well, next time I come over, yeah, we're fighting fireflies. Say, it's magical. So the yellow bud on Leia's ring shakes out its wings and lifts off with gossamer strings trailing behind it. And I'm betting that it probably makes a little indent in the ring to put a little gem there. Maybe. Nice little gem. Could be good. That's a a good guess. What Um, are you referencing? Like an engagement, like a ring. Like, you know how rings She's referencing the fact that rings have gems in there. Oh. (laughs) Like a wedding ring, Danny. Often feminine wedding rings have (laughs) gems on them. (laughs) I don't know her. Well, I'm listen, we're learning a lot today. <laughs> Today's an educational episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you right? I feel like I'm ha- I I've been having a stroke slowly and it's been hitting me, you know, gradually for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> Just in waves every time someone sees Just something. Just in waves every time someone opens their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Uh The bugs are a traditional part of an Ewok wedding ceremony, and they're called flower flyers, which Luke says, that's very literal. (laughs) (laughs) I love dry humor, Luke. It's the only good Luke. Luke being like the straight man is the best. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best kind of Luke. We should always have that kind of Luke. Yeah. Uh, They're beautiful. And Luke who sees those things sincerely is the worst kind of Luke. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) No judgment, Luke. Just funny little jokes. Yeah, that's that's a uh, Jedi Academy, Luke, or whatever Ugh. one we're reading. Yeah, Jedi Academy. They're beautiful, and everyone in the Great Tree is watching the magical moment, except Han, who only has eyes for Leia. Okay, Han, but the bugs. You should look at the bugs. You should look at the bugs. They're cool. You should look at the bugs. Just for just for a second. Just look at the bugs. Yeah. Just take it all in. He's like, he's staring at Leia all lovingly and a bug flies in front of just her, right in front in of her. And he's just like, he's like, whoa, no. Oh, there's bugs in here. <laughs> His like it mouth is on. slightly open and one flies in. <laughs> Starts horking on it. Yeah. Just like does that waving thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, Han. Now you're more fertile. You're bad. Oh, okay. So, wait, hang on a second. <laughs> no, we're, we're saying this is a joke, but we do know that Ben Solo was born very he shortly after and Endor. So I'm pretty the sure the implication is that <laughs> I'm pretty sure the implication the is that he was conceived that first night on Endor. <laughs> I think right? at this point he's already existent. 
Ben Solo's soul is inside one of those bugs right now. My <laughs> cursor is hovering above the end call button. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> We're not here for Ben Solo. We're here for Ewoks right now. <laughs> Oh man, Meg, I'm gonna have to name the the Ewok episode of Rogue Podrid Ben Solo. <laughs> I hope the Mothman takes you. <laughs> now, where is that Mothman? Yeah, yeah, yeah he needs he the, needs to. The Mothman hear. is late. <laughs> no, and no one understands this joke, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was before he's ever recording. <laughs> Anyway, Dana's gonna get taken by the Mothman. Don't worry about it. Walkling swarm Leia to look at her new amber ring and to tuck actual flowers into her hair. But most importantly, Wicked is wearing a cheery flower crown. (laughs) He takes Leia's hand and puts her in a sling to carry her down to the bottom of the temple and then leads her directly to the buffet because the way you the way you wrote the students first together you meant wicked did that and i was like how yeah <laughs> yeah wicked did do that just like threw leia oh, on his back he in a takes sling. her hand i thought you mean he picks her up and puts her in a sling and i was like That's what, what no he leads her he leads her to where the sling is <laughs> no, and then she gets did. in it and then he lowers her down and then he meets her at the bottom and then he leads her to the buffet because wicked knows what's important God, okay, I, man, I love the image of Wicket like carrying Leia into the buffet. Wicket could. Leia's small. So yeah. <laughs> true. Leia is very small. I believe in Wicket. I Wicket could. Wicket's been working out. <laughs> there are no plates or flatware. It's extremely informal and forces everyone to really share a meal. Han is now with her and he has meets yours. And he's a little self-conscious that this is not fancy, but Leia still thinks that this is perfect. It's nothing like the ceremonies she's been to in the past, which she does respect, but she doesn't know how to explain to Han that this wedding isn't her dream wedding because she never had a dream wedding. She understood that she'd probably get married, but she had a lot more pressing things to consider, like the fate of the entire galaxy. Han had not been part of her dreams, Endorn Ewoks and a ring made of amber and flower flyers and eating meat skewers beneath the great shade between the shade of the great tree. None of that had been a part of her dreams. Leia was beginning to realize her dreams had been far too myopic, which Leia says be weird and wild and dream big. And I think that's oh, a great yeah. lesson we can take from this. But that I think it's also sticker. a great lesson that sometimes your dreams aren't your dreams, you know, like, yeah, it happens. You're like, oh, shit, this should have been my dream the whole time. Right, and then you realize this is all I could have ever wanted in, yeah. in this moment. Was, Life hits you fast. Is is meat skewers under the great tree with some Ewoks running around. Fuck my life. I really want meat skewers under the great tree with Ewoks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Dream big, everybody. <laughs> I don't even want uh, the mar- I want I want the marriage part. I just want to eat the meat skewers. Oh, under the yeah, yeah, tree. yeah. The meat yeah. skewers are for everybody. So why did they put five could Contentillion dollars into Galaxy's Edge when they could have just made a little Ewok tree village. They could have just made fucking Hobbiton, but it's for Ewok. Like Ewok Hobbiton. They could have just made Bright Tree Villages. <laughs> yeah, because I gotta say, Hobbiton's fucking beautiful, and I love Bright that. Tree like, Village, it's... the Hobbiton of Star Wars. <laughs> Hobbiton is stupid capitalism bullshit, but it is beautiful, and I love right. it. And I went to a birthday party there once, and it was the most beautiful thing ever. 
and birthday party. It, yeah, it was fucking sick. I want to have great. a birthday party at Hobbiton. Was right. it, yeah, it was amazing. It was 11 D 10 birthday party. Y'all mark your calendars. That's what we're doing for my 40th. Hell oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I the idea like transferring that experience, like the idea of an Ewok version of Hobbiton with a wedding would be amazing. Beautiful. But instead they had to do the fucking stupid uh, uh, hotel no. you can't leave. <laughs> Which is <laughs> what this you is advertising. <laughs> you know what would be great is a horror set on ga- on yes. the, the cruise. Unfortunately, yeah, they would never do that. If it was like a murder mystery and there's a killer on board. Oh, Steph, they just released that um, book that you love, Death Troopers. Raid Harvest. Uh, I no, love Death, Death Troopers. Oh, Death Troopers, that's you. Anyway, they just released like the, the new version of it. So I'm going to read it, but I'm going to pretend that it's set on the cruise ship. Nice. Good luck with that. Han's in it, so great. <laughs> it works. A group yeah, of... no, I think Great Harvest is on their list of things that they're gonna yeah. do because they're really excited about it. So Fuck yeah. a group of Pathfinders walk by and get Han to join them for a drink while Leia goes over to talk to Mon Mothra. Leia thanks Mon for all the effort she put into the ceremony and the Ewok takeover being one of the best parts. They walk along arm in arm, and Leia remarks that it's nice to have moments like this. Mon replies that, what is the point of fighting the Empire if they do not reap benefits of peace? Wow. Leia asks what is on the schedule for tomorrow, and Mon says that <laughs> Leia! She's, she's going, Mon is going back to business as usual, but Leia's going on her fucking honeymoon. <laughs> and Leia is Agenda, I need to know. No. Leia- Your agenda is We'll crossed out at Jesse's honeymoon. It says bone down on your agenda, Leia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to the bone market for diplomatic relations already? Sure. No, you're diplomatic boning relations. That's definitely what that means, yeah. Um, Mon gets a little sassy when Leia's confused about it and says, it's, a fairly tradi- it's fairly traditional to take some time with a spouse after getting married. There are several different terms for it, but generally agreed that after a wedding, a new couple should spend some time together rather than working. Thank you, Mon. <laughs> Thank you. Light her up. Light her up. <laughs> I, love, I love this Mon I love Mon so much. I'm, I'm a fan of Canon Mon Mothma. Yeah. The thing that I love the most. Legends Mon Mothma can get fucked, but I like Canon Mon Mothma. <laughs> I, I really appreciate the like the the slow realization from both you and Jay that Mon Mothma actually rocks now. Yeah, <laughs> Watching you both struggle with that fact for very amazing. different. We hated her for very yeah. different reasons. Yeah, and the yet slow she managed crawl to, bring... to acceptance. Yeah, it's she's, she's she's overcoming barriers. And I any love that. problems, That's feminism. any problems I ever had with Mon Mothma are gone now. Yeah, right. Canon Canon Mon Mothma is like a whole heart, whole harder, wholehearted supporter of Han and Leia. The reason I could not stand Legends Mon Mothma was because of the courtship of Princess Leia. <laughs> like she'll order the flowers herself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Leia insists that she doesn't have time to take a vacation, but Mon reminds her that we means more than just Leia and that they can handle it for a few weeks without her direct aid. But if it makes Leia feel better, consider the optics. Ugh. Alderaan survivor, Jan Ray Tessamy, 
an artist (laughs) wants to do a wedding portrait of Han and Leia and then use that as a starting point of a series of unification stories with a reporter friend of hers Leia feels a little weird about it because they haven't announced their marriage and she did want to like kind of keep it to herself a little bit longer but Mon continues and says that the people of the galaxy need to see that the Empire has been defeated and that the galaxy is returning to normal. And if Leia gets married and then goes immediately back to work, it sure won't feel normal. I think that feels incredibly normal, but I'm a terrible person. Um, Leia suggests a diplomatic mission to Anoat, or maybe go visit that moon with Carnium. But no, anyone can go on a Goodwill mission. Leia's the only one who got married. Don't Is she the only one Anowet. who got married, though? I wonder. She's the only one on the high-ranking New Republic echelon who got married. Yeah. I'm like, when she said Anoa, I was like, this fucking civil war happening there right now. That might not be there's the best Bray- idea. There's there's what is it braze there's braze over there yeah <laughs> it's all there's currently a mobile game happening over there it's not good no one wants that <laughs> no one wants to go over to a mobile game no <laughs> no they've had enough ps5 or nothing um <laughs> ps5 who the fuck is a ps5 in this day and age Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan coming come over. over. I, I have like one game I need to play because it's come over. Ethan, come over. <laughs> yeah. Um Leia bites back that this is all publicity stunt. And Leia, oh, and Mon at least has the decency to look a little ashamed about how uncomfortable Leia is. And then I definitely she, think Mon is like, this will make Leia feel better because it's still work. And then it's right, like, oh, I shit, think, no, like, I fucked that right. up. Mon, Mon was trying to be like, here are the ways that I can make you feel like it's work, um, if that's what you really want. Um, but Mon then suggests a cruise. It has a hard end date, and it would be good publicity for the galaxy and the newly independent Chandrilla Starline. And Leia agrees that this is actually a good idea. It's a good angle to show a very nationalized line now wandering free throughout the stars. And it's also from Mon Mothma's homeworld and Leia's endorsement would show Leia's support of Mon's leadership and bring attention to the politics going on right now. Leia says she'll think about it, but then they hear music coming out of the great tree and Mon says that it's the next part of the celebration. The... Party is back up in the tree temple. Everyone is getting very good at ladders. Their arm strength. <laughs> They're, everyone is coming out of this with great glutes and great triceps, is all I'm saying. Um, Han was starting to suspect the Ewoks had a higher tolerance for alcohol than he originally assumed. <laughs> Although perhaps they were so chaotic naturally that a little liberation via libations didn't really make a difference and is Han talking about the Ewoks or about Rogue Bajoran? Yeah that's us. Are we high or are we just goofing? (laughs) Just just goofing. We're just goofing. We're just goofing. Usually we're just goofing and or high. Yeah. Oh. Danny! Danny. (laughs) Don't ever say the phrase and or again. You can never say it again. Do you normally say the phrase and or? The way you say it is so specifically that you are calling attention to it. Yeah, you're you've got to learn to be more subtle about it. No one casually says Andor that often. It's like you're winking when you say 
<laughs> we can see the wink somehow. Lando, to be fair, that's just how Danny sounds saying every word. That's it's just true. a little, little wink. <laughs> I'm proud of it. (laughs) Lando finally takes a break from dancing and he sips at his own flask. (laughs) He asks Han what the honeymoon plans are. And Han just probably wants uh, somewhere sunny with a beach. Bed preferred. Clothing optional. (laughs) (laughs) Good for Han, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) He knows what he wants. Uh, Lando goes back into the fray when a pair of women, a Twilight engineer and human pilot, motion him over. Leia also hasn't been able to stop dancing, agreeing to everyone who asks her. Han realizes that Leia has been using each dance to help people relieve their grief. What a cool wedding activity! <laughs> Girl, stop working! You're I your love- wedding! I love the juxtaposition here of Han can't stop dancing because he's just like a party animal and Leia can't stop dancing because she feels a diplomatic responsibility to do so. Yeah, because this is her opportunity to console people individually. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's a Leia problem to call and also how many people spend their entire weddings doing things because uh, certain family members make them feel an obligation to versus just like actually what they want to do. I'm sure going to do the only thing I want to do. So my dad would also be like, okay. Yeah. I have like three <laughs> family members at my wedding. So. Excuse you. And then Excuse the four me. of us. I have, th- I have three blood relatives in which I'm owed an obligation to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the four of us that would just be aggressively insisting you do what you wanted to. Yeah. 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 Protection. My family is these three blood relatives and those four uh, are they at Ewok costumes now? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, great Ewoks. Those four Ewoks. <laughs> um, Mon has quietly taken Lando's place next to Han and brings up that she would like to gift them a honeymoon cruise on the Chindrilla Starline. Han can't relate to wanting to help out your homeworld because fuck Corellia. <laughs> In this sense, Han is extremely relatable. I love that. I love Han's yeah. just like, fuck Corellia. I had a bad time there. <laughs> this place sucks. You know what? Do tell there me the odds. There was a giant spider lady. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you should tell me the odds. I don't give a shit about Corellia anymore. <laughs> Wait, was I'm, that a spider lady? In her? She was a like a, a kind of a giant millipede lady. Um, yeah, you can tell how much information I've Proxima. remembered from Solo. Lady Proxima, Lady Proxima. Yeah, that one. Yeah, she makes a fun little cameo in one of the higher public books. She's that old? Yeah, she's ancient. apparently. They're bugs. <laughs> yeah, famously yeah. long lived. <laughs> yeah, bugs that live a long ass time. Yeah, listen, giant sewer bugs probably live a very long time. <laughs> Unfortunately, he was in the delivery room and helped deliver Gronkus. Actually, <laughs> oh no, Gronkus bored on Corelli. <laughs> we don't know. Lady Proxima in a hospital we'll gown know. with a mascot. We'll never know until Gronkus starts talking about how much he doesn't like odds. <laughs> we'll never know until. Cassie, not Cassian, um, and no, yeah, until <laughs> Cassian ends up on Corellia in the Andor show, and then we see in the background it's Lady Proxima <laughs> helping give birth, <laughs> whoever is giving birth to Grokkis. <laughs> we don't know mysteries. Yeah, their face will be uh, uh, inexplicably shrouded. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Han also knows that this is a political move. Uh, and he asks what the end destination of the cruise is. A Senate floor? Uh, nice one, Han. Uh, but it's actually Sinjax, which is renowned for its pristine beaches, floating res- resort houses located directly over the lavender-colored water, bright yellow blossoming paradigm trees, soft as down beaches, private lagoons, and waterfalls. Okay, so before we get good. to talk about how amazing that is, I love the like it's slowly simmering. Han just being like, "Where are we go? Oh, it's day one of our honeymoon." And you're okay. All right, like, what you know is going to come to blows like sooner rather than later. But right now, it's just like mm, it's wedding day. I'm not going to say. It. I'm not going to say it. Nope, can't do it. Um, Han agrees to this after imagining Leia in a lagoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He listen, Hans right. Han loves his wife. <laughs> um, Either Han that or listen, like think, I think love of the Han, most... I love Han Simplo so much. Yeah. <laughs> think of the most stressed out, like type A person you know, and now picture them in a lagoon. And it's <laughs> hilarious. So either Han loves his wife or he thinks this is gonna be very funny. <laughs> Por que no los dos? I don't I'm thinking about being in a lagoon and it's just really great. <laughs> <laughs> oh i set you up for that one i'm not even that yeah, you did. <laughs> i mean i'm skinny dipped in a lagoon before who among us <laughs> okay um han agrees me among <laughs> us <laughs> i mean i can't say the lagoon but it, there's there's been times right the, the lagoon, lagoon was like really specific <laughs> yeah the lagoon was the specific part. i also clip i've also cliff dived in the same lagoon oh, i will never cliff dive never 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 especially not while skinny dipping my god it's fun very very liberating experience i don't i don't want the wind i don't i don't want to feel that i'm good <laughs> the cliff diving pot is fine it's the naked pot i don't like I don't like the diving. Listen, I may or may not have not been 100% sober at the time. We don't need to talk about it. Let's move on. (laughs) He knows that this is not wholly about Leia and his happiness, but it does seem nice that frolicking on the beach is a way to spit in the face of the Empire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. The Halcyon uh, is ready to go as soon as they get there. (laughs) Han is like, great. I love a race and we're leaving tonight. And uh, yeah, Mon's yes, like, Captain you Spontaneity. Mon's like, you can wait, it'll wait for you. And he's like, fuck no, I'm racing. <laughs> We're leaving tonight, dog. Tell them to get their motors running and we'll just I honestly think I honestly think part of it is like, we gotta go before Leia changes her mind. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. Also, it looks like 3PO's geared up to make a toast. Let's just get out of here. Gotta go. Han goes over to tell che- goes over to Chewie to tell him what the new plan is. After Chewie drops them off, he should go to Kashyyyk to see his family and also maybe work on upgrades for the Falcon, something to make it feel like more of a home to Leia, which is very sweet. Han steals Leia away for a dance and leads her toward the outskirts of the party and eventually just right out the door. (laughs) Han makes brief eye contact with Luke and Luke seems to know what's going on. He's picking up what Han's putting down. Narrator voice, Luke had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Leia's eyes reflected starlight. This high up, they could see past the treetops into forever. He couldn't help himself. He reached out, brushing his thumb over a loose strand of Leia's brown hair that clung to her cheek. She leaned into his touch, closing her eyes. 
the movement sweet and full of trust and love, Han let out a shaky breath. Hey, Leia said, her eyelids fluttering open. Don't get all mushy on me. Han says that to her during the movies too. Uh, Whatever quip that usually fell off, fell so easily off his tongue died. Han didn't have words for the depth of emotion he felt for Leia in this moment. With music spilling out of the temple, the magic of the moon wafting around them, and her big eyes full of love staring up at him. Han always had something to shoot back, but not now. What a simp. <laughs> Leia shot first. Leia shot last, which is really what's most important in this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> when Leia asks, where they're hey, where are we going? All Han has to say is Mon, and Leia knows exactly what this is about. She protests that the work can't wait, and then I was extremely called out by this argument, (laughs) (laughs) which which then made me feel really bad, because Leia is fully at the front lines fighting a war, and I'm just putting around doing my dumb shit that isn't important. But uh, (laughs) Wow, a lot of negative self-talk in that sentence there, Meg. I won't. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm doing very important things. Yeah, don't talk about my friend's work that way. Oh, uh, she knew she yeah, had. Yeah, fuck you. Don't talk about Meg's <laughs> work. <laughs> she knew she had to be able to take moments to pause, to celebrate, to trust others, to pick up the load when it became too heavy to carry. When had that become so difficult? <laughs> I'm looking at you like I'm, I'm like I don't do the exact same shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't call anyone out on that one. Again, I'm, I'm just imagining Beth like sitting there typing these chapters, being like, okay, maybe if I do five chapters of Ewok culture, that will fully get Meg's attention before I do just the amazing call out. It worked, Beth. Beth, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm thinking about some stuff in my life. <laughs> Han starts to get upset because they just got married and she's just going back to normal. Han reached for her hand, the movement so sudden that Leia didn't have time to react. He wove his fingers through hers and then twisted their twine wrists so that their amber rings shone in the pale light from the falcon's open hatch. This changes things, he said. I don't know what you expected, but if you want this to mean something, it has to change things. And I love excessive italics for emphasis. <laughs> My favorite shit. <laughs> and also, I was really moved by it. I yeah. Know. I was really emotional about it. Um, Leia realizes that she has been living on borrowed time and that the end of the Emperor was the ending. But this was just her beginning. They've been married for five hours and that this is their first fight. (laughs) I'm surprised they made it this long, honestly. Yeah, truly. Leia says, no, it's not their first fight. And that she's going on her honeymoon and she'll take Chewbacca instead if Han wants to keep bickering. Yeah, he could use a good kiss. Yeah. (laughs) Chewie has already loaded up the Falcon and is in the cockpit and ready to go. Smooth sailing! From here on out, and then the engine dies. <laughs> the hydraulic system just gives up. Uh, but thankfully, Chewie's able to get it kind of going, and Han just total the fawns, punches the controls, and they take off somehow. <laughs> Leia looks at all the space debris as they break atmosphere. 
thinking about oh my god thinking about how the pretty shooting stars from the night before were actually just wreckage oh my god she momentarily wishes that she had closed her eyes that her honeymoon didn't start with a trip through a graveyard (laughs) wow she's giving she's giving emo akbar a run for his money (laughs) truly (laughs) han then leads leia to the bunk room which is described as being pie shaped. <laughs> Do you mean a circle? <laughs> I imagine that, like she made like a Pac-Man? weird pie, like a like yeah. a Pac-Man. Yeah, because the no, no, I think it's the wedge circle. that you cut out. It's the cutout wedge. It's yeah. just the, the wedge. It's, it's the, the pie slice. Yeah. Yeah, because that seems to make the most sense. The Falcon the is a lot circle. of different pie slices all put together to make the full circular ship. I would. Yeah, that's be how you make a pie. You put a bunch of slices together. <laughs> that's not how you make a pie. That's not how you make a pie. That's I gotta tell you, that's not that how you joke. make a pie. <laughs> You've made pies before, and that is definitely how you make them. No. <laughs> I don't uh, know what kind of pies you, you all have over there, but Leia feels very weird when she looks at the bed. And it's because it's one thing to pretend on Endor that they could do whatever they want, but like they're in real life, I guess, now. But Han gets it. He wraps her ar- he wraps his arms around her and says, Yeah, this shit's weird. And when Leia turns around to look into Han's eyes, she doesn't find any answers, but she does find love. And uh, we're gonna fade to black because it's just emotional hanky panky after this. <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after. I don't need to do that with <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Oh, I love a wedding and then a trip through a graveyard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those two things often go hand in hand. <laughs> truly, truly they do. A trip delayed. through a graveyard en route to your business trip honeymoon. Yep. Oh, business trip honeymoon. Nope. Meg, <laughs> business trip honeymoon Meg, to the beach. Meg, no. don't. Meg, don't. Meg, I will Mon Mothma your ass. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Rogue will combine to become an ultimate Mon Mothma. We will become what a mega sword it's like, Mon It's like Mothma. Voltron, but it's Mon oh. Mothma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I love Voltron. With our powers combined, <laughs> oh, we can become no. a politician. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, speaking of combined powers, should we do some listener questions? Hell yeah. Yes. Last week we asked if Han had had time to plan a proposal, how would he have done it? Did we answer this? We did not. We did not. I, I struggle with it because I can't imagine Han planning a proposal. Yeah. I, he would like he would keep like trying to come up with ideas and then in doing so, Leia would figure out what he was doing and then she would propose to him, you know? Han's the kind of guy who would like make accidentally make it about him. He'd like get he'd get a custom sabbat card made or something, and like force her to watch him playing this card game. Uh. And he'd like pull it out and be like, "Oh, will you marry me?" And it, to him, it's like really sweet. Like, this is how I wanted to propose, but it means nothing to her. Oh boy, that sucks. Or he'd be um, like, you know, what would be a nice place to propose to her is, is Alderaan. Oh, you know, let me like take her the- to the fields of debris. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've read that. The ship is just getting hit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's your parents signaling how much they support this blessed union. Oh, that's dark. Okay. I have 100% 
read that fanfic. <laughs> oh, but what if one? Han going by himself back to Alderaan to ask Bail permission? Oh. To talk to the <laughs> debris. That's actually really emotional for me. <laughs> I, that's, that's kind of sweet. That's yeah. kind of sweet. Maybe it's um, because I just watched the the penultimate episode of The Bachelorettes, but like that's really emotional. <laughs> yep, that's probably why. Um, I was gonna say Han plans a flash mob, but instead of a flash mob, it's like a rival pirate gang, and like they have to escape. Uh, from them and Han thinks it's super romantic and proposes at the end because it was all just like a ploy but the whole time Leia thinks that like their lives are in danger yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, can why see Han, Han taking that this seriously sure. yeah. <laughs> the entire time she's stressed out because Han's just taking it as a joke everything goes goes to shit when like Leia is about to kill like the other pirate leader <laughs> and he's like no that's just my no, friend no, no. that's just my friend <laughs> Please that's no why murder. I don't want a mask. Stop. Stop <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, much like how I envision Han proposing, I wrote the first three short paragraphs of a fanfic and then gave up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's, that sounds right. I think I think he would do it. Um, like if he had time to plan it out, it would still be exactly how, like how it went down. It would just be a spur of the moment. He looks at her, realizes how much he loves her, and asks her to marry him. She's talking about crime and war, and he's just Chewie's like, waiting like behind a curtain to like do the thing that he needs to do for the fancy proposal, and then Han just does that, and he's just like, Aww. right. All Han has to do is get her to walk eight more paces to the left. <laughs> That's all he has to do. And then Chewie has yeah. to fucking hide there for the rest of the night. Chewie's like, I've been crouched here for hours. <laughs> Vegeta just walks out late. He's like, why was Chewie here? Chewie's furious. Amazing. Uh, Jay said, Han actually consults with Chief Chirpa and Lagre. The Ewoks go all out, creating a magical force wonderland to propose in, and all the Ewoks participate in the proposal. Wicket runs interference until it's time to propose. Yes, I'm blatantly pandering. What of it? <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for pandering. It was um, quite beautiful. Yubzy wrote a delightful fic, which we will link in the show notes. Oh. Should, we, should we should we just read it? Yeah, it's not that long. Everyone knew now. The entire galaxy knew. And maybe it wouldn't have mattered if it hadn't happened right when she most needed the galaxy to hear her. Leia had no idea what she was going to do next. But when had that ever stopped her? She just acted and kept searching for the right path forward. If she and Han were on the Falcon, it might f- even feel like old times. If only the goal of old times hadn't been to make it stop being like that. Well, I'm the crazy senator ranting about brewing conspiracies who concealed the truth of your parentage from the entire galaxy. But at least I'm not the woman who canceled the five sabers. Han planted a gentle kiss on her forehead. I would have made up a story where they all blamed me. I'm a scoundrel anyway. Good thing I always have a weakness for those. A slight smile managed to tug at the edge of her lips despite all the thoughts swirling through her mind. Do you ever regret it? My scoundrel ways? No, getting involved in this ridiculous family. She couldn't help her genetic parentage in the end. 
No matter how much more the family who had raised her and loved her mattered, the blood was always going to come back to haunt her. Han pulled her close. Leia, do you even remember what my life looked like before we met? Joining your family was an improvement in every imaginable way. Except for him. It was impossible to just ignore the way Darth Vader loomed over them. They'd tried for years, and look how that had ended. He'd come up in the Senate chamber in the middle of a campaign and an investigation. Good thing he's dead. Han always made things sound so simple. Sometimes she almost believed it. If people are going to really, con- uh, are, if people are really going to consider some boogeyman who's been gone for decades more important than everything you've done, pref him. Han also wasn't allowed to talk to any senator she didn't like. You know I can't just say that. If I can stop what's coming, I have to. She had no idea how, but she was. She would keep trying to do something until there was nothing left to do. Luke was wrong about there being a try. And that's why I love you. Leia leaned back against his chest. I know. There's one thing I do regret, though. Leia twisted around to study Han's face. He wasn't usually the contemplative type. There is? My proposal was terrible. Despite everything, she had to laugh at that. (laughs) It worked, though. Yeah, but I could have done better. More romantic. She wouldn't have taken Han for the romantic type when they first met. She hadn't wanted to take him at all back then. She'd learned better on both fronts since then. What would you have done instead? That sounded simpler than figuring out the future. Well, first of all, I might, it might have been a good idea to get a ring. The Ewoks took care of that, though. It had been a surprise, but they'd done it. And I should have found a bouquet of Talera flowers. You know about Talera flowers? They were a traditional wedding flower on Alderaan. But there was absolutely, absolutely no reason for a smuggler from Corellia to know that. I did my research, eventually, and then I would have gotten some help making Nerf and Kona root stew with Rusia salad. The stew was one of her favorite Alderanian comfort foods. The salad, on the other hand... You know I only pretended to love Rika so much because I wanted Ben to eat it, right? See, it's part of, the t- part of a tradition from where your parents insisted you had to eat it to get big and strong. She couldn't deny that it was a lovely thought when you put it that way even if she clearly hadn't eaten enough of it to get the big part. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't finished, though. And I would have told you about how you make my life so much better. I was a mess, and it was never your job to clean me up. But just being around you made me want to do it myself. How I started seeing the bigger picture when I learned to look at the galaxy through your eyes. And I was, and I finally was thinking about the future and wanted nothing more than to know you'd be in it with me. Leia pulled his face down so she could kiss him. That's beautiful. But all of that would have taken time. I wouldn't have wanted to spend one day less married to you. It's cute, Yancy. I also Hello. just want to end by reading the notes <laughs> that are the, at the end of this fic. And then no one went to the dark side and the relationship never fell apart in light of the strain of that law. <laughs> yep, Hell that's yeah. exactly how it went, yeah. That that's never happened. happened. Yep, no regrets. <laughs> Happily ever after. Uh, Brooke said, Han wants a nice quiet proposal with just some music from 3PO to set the mood. 3PO misunderstands and starts <laughs> belting the virtues of King Han Solo. 
<laughs> Attracted by the sound of their golden god singing, a troop of Ewoks somersault through the scene and begin an impromptu yes. dance party. Yes. Han doesn't even get to properly propose because when Leia asks what's going on, 3PO tells her. Yes. Oh, 3PO stealing the proposal. <laughs> I love that yes. ending too. And him having no idea that, like, he totally ruined yeah. the moment in doing that. He made the moment better. He made the moment, period. Yeah. Yeah. X-Wings in history said Han Solo is mentally incapable of planning. <laughs> Any planned proposal would instead be a sinister plot by Han's evil twin cousin, Thraken Solo. You gotta... X-Wings, why are you doing this? Is Thraken Solo you... real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds and right. Legends Thraken Solo was a real thing. I fucking forgot about Thraken Solo. Thanks for that. What, uh, I try to forget. X-Wings. And then X-Wings is like, hey, you remember Thraken Solo? It would be so easy just to make this shit up and I would believe it. It's not, <laughs> the worst part is that it's not made up. Yeah. Cool. Ben Warman said, I'd write a fic, but I suck at writing romance. So I'll give my answer here. Han would do a pilot proposal where he takes Leia up in the Falcon for a casual flight. Only he's... Pr- purposely sabotage something so when she has to open up a panel to repair it there's a ring inside oh that's That's really cute that's pretty cute that's kind of except that he he actually sabotages the thing (laughs) yeah he doesn't think it's like they're like plummeting toward back towards the planet he's like don't worry i know how to fix this and they're getting closer and closer (laughs) no it would more "Ah." be it would more be the falcon would break in another way while it was up (laughs) L3 is like fucking he, like, noise. He <laughs> accidentally sabotaged the thing that was about to break anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit, it's really broken. <laughs> Mika said to commemorate the first time he and Leia met, Han would hire some of his smuggling friends to, pre- to pretend to ambush the pair. <laughs> Conveniently, a garbage... I swear I didn't read anyone's responses before. <laughs> Conveniently, a garbage chute is in reach through which they escape. Then Han accidentally loses the ring in the trash compactor and has to find an excuse to repeatedly dive into the trash to find it. Finally, a friendly Dianaga pops out and delivers the ring. Leia is covered in trash, but impressed by the romantic and nostalgic gesture. Wow, this is such a glow up from the idea that I started to have. (laughs) I love a friend. Okay, but Dianagas are actually like really rad. um, If you've read from a certain point of view Mm -hmm. for Star Wars A New Hope. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> the dinocage. <laughs> uh, Dylan said, Han having time to plan out a proposal leads him to panicking about it. Mm-hmm. So Lando, Chewie, and Luke take over planning for him just for Han to forget literally all of it and just blurt it out at exactly <laughs> like he did. <laughs> it's really hot in here, you guys. Yeah. It's really warm. Weird. <laughs> Is it because my fiance, Leia? Oh, Leia. Oh. But, uh, did you want to oh. be that? Do you want to marry me you your fiance me (laughs) (laughs) marriage yes you into it no (laughs) so what do you think of the institution of marriage oh god (laughs) and sarah said han proposes by having r2d2 launch the ring like he did with luke's lightsaber on the sail bar oh my gosh Uh, you know that you know you know that cut of it where the they're like nodding to each other and it takes yeah. like ten minutes like it's like that too right because Han's like God. yeah actually now now, it, now, it now. now's the t- yeah. oh it's really hot in here you ready Lando's ready uh Chewy is now. Chewy here now do it Everyone's now ready. do it now 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 uh Bodhi's for everybody from me I honestly my heart is so full currently These are good um 
Mika, it's always good to see you back. Um, oh, yeah, always. Um, and uh, Yubzy, you you get two bodies for writing a fic. And Ben... Yubzy gets a glistening uh, condor skull stuffed with flowers. Oh! Wow! <laughs> uh, surprise! First one of the out. And writing romance, but that was great. That was that's really that's cute. really romantic. It was really yeah, cute. Really cute. <laughs> um, uh, the somersaults. I oh goodbye. These forever. are all very good. <laughs> goodbye forever. And this week we're asking you write three PO's best man speech that we missed. I'm gonna open a document right or now, or maybe just give us an excerpt from it if you don't want to write the whole speech. Yeah, you can just give us one quote. Uh, it would it would simply be dearly beloved, and then Han would throw a bottle at uh, <laughs> and then the Ewoks would all start a bar fight. Yeah. Ooh, then Ballroom Blitz plays in the background, uh-huh. and then <laughs> and it's, then the, it's the Ewok version. Yeah. Yum nub yum nub 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 nub. And then Wedge and Luke would uh, not so subtly grab three PO's arms and drag him out of the. Yeah. And that's, that's why three PO has the red arm. This is an injustice. This is an injustice to friendship. Truly really is. <laughs> Meg, we you know how they do like chipmunk covers of songs? We need Ewok covers of songs. Yes. Zoom. I see. Okay, bye, Heath. <laughs> anyway, Heath left. He could have said gone. something to everybody. Heath and but... I need to stop scheduling our family Zoom calls for you got, an hour and a half. Got after we've starts. been here first. Can <laughs> yeah. I just say? <laughs> we've been here. <laughs> I would never. We've been here. Um, I imagine 3PO's never... best man speech is full of like anecdotes that never happened. Like PPO <laughs> P- Google's like common best man speeches. And so he's like telling these anecdotes about that time that him and Han went out in college or that time that he accidentally hooked up with Leia instead of Han. And they like, it was like, they, they laughed hilariously afterwards. You know, it's like common best man things. I love that 3PO would just spoogle that. <laughs> you can- I'm going to write a 3PO okay. best man speech. And I'm going to give you all feelings. As well. Yeah, I'm going to. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I love a feeling. Anyways, listeners, you could do the same thing, or you could just make us laugh um, or groan. That also works. Uh, by answering this week's listener question on our Twitter at Rogue Podron. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron. What a shock. Uh, and you can listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or whatever else is out there. Uh, if you do that, warn us. <laughs> I don't know what else is out there. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's out there. It's a scary world it is of podcast scary. startups. There's so many. There's so many now. Right and I email iTunes, about them every week. Write an iTunes say. review to tell us which other platforms you reviewed us on. Amazing. Okay. Uh, I clicked out the show notes. Okay, here I am. Next time on Rogue Padron. Join us for the, the, I was about to say, the courtship of Princess Leia. That's not what it is. Join us for the Princess nope, She's been council. courted. She's been courted. She's, she's already courted. married. Not tied. Oh, I'm even wearing my courtship tank top today. Yeah, I noticed. Um, it's so cute. I'm wearing my Ewok shirt. Yeah. I'm wearing... Um, uh, I was going to wear my work portrait, but I'm still in my pajamas. Amazing. I love how this episode started and ended with us talking about what we're wearing. Oh, 
I yeah. am wearing um an, an Obi-Wan. No, it's a Luke. It's not Obi-Wan. Uh Luke holding a Guinness ale because it's from <laughs> it's from it's from wherever Guinness is from. I forgot which place. Scotland. Ireland? Yes, yeah, Scotland. Ireland. <laughs> is it Scottish or Irish? I don't know. It's um, Irish. It's Irish. I'm yeah. Italian. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing it's Luke. He's got a Guinness ale and also there's a pork. Um yeah, because my friend went to Ireland and was like, you know what Seth would love is Luke holding a Guinness ale, and, and she was right. Do you know that Jason Momoa has his own cask of, like, Guinness? Of course like, he does. That's, that's amazing. Brewing. Um. Anyway. Amazing. Anyway, next time on Rock Padre and Two Princess, Two Scoundrel, chapters 13 through 18. <laughs> and with that, this is Rogue Padre signing off. Pash out. Pew, 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 pew. Nub you, nub you, you been, nub you been, nub you been, nub you you been, nub you, you been. No, nub you. No, nub, nub you. you. <laughs> nub, don't nub me. Yeah, nub you. <laughs> Sorry, you, Danny. I don't want to <laughs> be nubbed. You, Seth. <laughs> <laughs>